0: Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage Podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this decade, we are going to discuss why your 20s is the most important decade of your life. We're going to talk about why the 20s is the most important decade, the importance of having a mentor during this period, what things you can do to increase your level of success, and lastly, establishing good financial habits which can lead to a successful financial future. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. Welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. And as we did discuss earlier, we're going to be talking about the decade of your 20s and why it's the most important decade of your life. Now, if you have been following the podcast, you will notice that I did do an episode called Your 20s Before That episode was the second episode ever recorded, and that when I focused more on career aspirations and things to that effect, and I gave an example of people who take the right path versus the wrong path. On this particular episode, even though we're talking about the 20, we're just going to talk about certain things that you can do, changes that you can make that can lead to having a more successful life, not just financially, but also personally. So we're going to do a different twist on it. Now, this one is more geared towards men. And then there's going to be one that I'm going to do pertaining to your 20s uh, towards women. Now, why this particular decade? Why do I spend a lot of time on this decade? Now, if you listen to the podcast, you'll also notice that I did one on your 30s. And I also did one on your 40s. And I plan on doing one on your 50s at some point. But I wanted to do those just to give you an idea because those are sort of very pivotal periods of time in our lives. But the 20s is sort of, as crazy as this sounds, it's sort of a make-or-break decade. Now, what is it? What is it about your 20s that's so paramount? And why is it so important? Well, this is the decade that a lot of things start to happen. This is your first decade being an adult this is probably the first decade where you're going to actually live on your own. You're not going to be under your parents' wing per se. Now, obviously there's going to be instances where you'll have some kids who will graduate high school. They may go to college, but still live at home or they'll be going back and forth or something to that effect. But for the most part, you're going to start, this is the first decade where you're literally out on your own and, There's a lot of things that's going to be going on during this period of time. We're going to cover quite a bit. But one thing I did want to explain to you is if you also are a consistent listener to the podcast, you notice that we will start off an episode pertaining to the statistics. This time we're not because a lot of the stuff that's going to be stated are just going to be things that have been researched and looked up. But we will put some numbers in the podcast, not in the beginning, but during segments of it. So as we go down and go a little bit further There's going to be a couple areas that I'm going to talk to you and give you some numbers statistics-wise pertaining to that area, but we're not going to talk about it as a whole thing here in the beginning. Like I usually start off with a rundown of statistics in the beginning, and we build a foundation on the episode based upon those statistics. We're not going to do that this time. We're going to do it a little bit differently. So what we're going to do as we start off, I'm just going to get into the very beginning thing here. Like I said, we're going to talk about some of the, the changes that you need to make to set yourself up. In your 20s that'll lead you to have success throughout the rest of your life. Now first one thing I want to do say is that if you're going to make a big mistake and even somewhat of a big mistake, in your 20s, you have time to recover from that mistake. So if you're going to make a big mistake in something that could you know obviously affect you years and years later, your 20s is that period of time where you will have time to recover and recoup from that mistake. Now, according to many psychologists, this is a defining decade. This decade plays such a huge role in your personal life as well as your professional life that if you don't get it right during this decade, it can mess you up for the rest of your life. And so when I'm out there talking to younger kids, younger as I'm mentoring sometimes, and I talk to them, I explain to them why this decade is so important. And I do an exercise with them. And that exercise is called Your 20s. And I explain to them why this, is so, this, this period of time is so vital and so paramount to you. And basically in that exercise, we just go through some career choices that they can make, something that they might be attracted to or something that they may like. And I give them an example of if they go down the wrong path versus the right path and what can be some of the, the bad things or good things that can happen to them just based upon the decisions that they make. Now, when we talk about decisions, what people often don't realize in your 20s is that decisions you make during this decade will affect you 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. This decade, the stuff that you do now, this is so very important. So the big thing you want to do is try and make as many good decisions as you possibly can. So when I'm talking about that, some of the things that we say are some of the changes that you can make in your life. We're going to start with them. And then we're just going to go, you know, elaborate on some of those things. One of the first things I want to talk to you about is this is the period of time where you need to write down your goals. Now you've heard this before where people say, write down your goals Put everything in writing. The, the, the importance of writing down your goals is twofold. One, when you write down a goal, the, the, the reason why that's important is because usually when you write it down, it starts to enter into your subconscious mind and becomes more habitual and habit. So you'll make sure that you'll kind of do it. You'll just naturally gravitate to it and you'll re- do it over and over again. If you don't write it down, it's just more of a thought. It doesn't mean that you won't achieve it, but the chances of you achieving it are a little bit less. Now, statistically speaking, forty-two. if you write down a goal, the chances of it actually happening or coming coming to fruition is 42% higher versus if you didn't write it down. So that's very important. So the big thing with, with writing down uh, your goals is that The chances of the goal actually coming to fruition is much, much higher writing it down versus not writing it down. Another area I want to talk about, and this is something that most people do not do not even think about. In your 20s, and I did talk about this on an episode earlier a while back. But you need to start reading a lot more. And when I say reading a lot more in your 20s, not just because when you're in school, I'm talking about if you went to college and you graduated, and let's just say you start looking and you're working on a job and your career and everything, reading is so important. You'll become so much more engaged, and you will learn a whole lot more by reading versus when you were sort of going through those high school, college years. The advantage to reading also is it prevents you from the, the wool being pulled over your eyes. Now, one of the reasons why, you know, in, in the United States here, we recommend that you go to college is not just because of the job per se that you can land. Obviously college graduates on average make more than people who don't graduate college. And we went over those statistics before, but the big advantage is that you will start to learn and answer the question. Why? Why? One thing that reading will do is it'll prevent you from your BS detection gets a lot better and a lot higher because when you're reading through certain things, you'll know when someone is kind of putting a wool over your eyes, regardless of what you're reading on. And we're going to get into certain things that you can read specifically to make sure that that happens even better to where you would know even more. So one thing, if you ever, many of you have heard of Warren Buffett. One thing he says he does, even though he's in his late 80s now, is he says that all throughout his pretty much his adult life, he always made sure he read a lot. And he says now at this stage in his life, he reads probably about six hours a day. And the reason why that's important is because he's always kept up on what's most current. And you can stay on top of your current events on t- and on areas of interest that you might find. So there might be an area of interest that you have that you're very talented in. Well, if you constantly and consistently read up on that area, you're just only going to get better and your your focus is going to be that much more sharper in that particular area. So that's that's very very critical and very very important. Another thing that's good about this decade is one thing that we we would rec- the one thing that I recommend and I like I said I don't like to give recommendations or advice, but You need to spend time in your 20s with people who are not in their 20s. And what I'm getting at with that is it's a good idea. It's a very, very good idea to spend time with people who are older than you when you're in your 20s. Now, it could be a mentor because mentors are very important, especially when it comes to career progression. But one of the big reasons why you want to do that is because regardless of how big your ego is, whether you think you're very good at something or anything, you know, you're never really going to be better than someone who is older than you and has done it longer and has done it before you because they can see certain things that you can't see. So you want to try and pick their brain as much as you can. So if you can spend as much time with people who are a little bit older than you. So if you're in your 20s and you're doing something, you might want to spend some more time with some people in your 30s. There are a multitude of people who start off small by just, Copying and, 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 and studying under someone else. Now, a mentor type relationship during this period is also critical. And that in those situations, it might even be better to, to be with someone that's even older than that. So sometimes even a person in their 40s and 50s can help you a whole lot in your 20s. And those are basically sort of mentor-mentee type things. Now, I'm going to give you a few statistics on mentorship and how that basically works Taking advantage of these relationships is paramount if you want to have some success. And it's not just career based, but also on personal personal things as as long as as well as your relationships. Eighty seven percent of mentors and mentees say that mentoring relationships make them feel empowered and assist them to develop a more prominent sense of confidence in themselves. Ninety seven percent of individuals with a mentor feel that they are highly impactful and a valuable source only 37% of professionals actually have a mentor. So that's a little over a third. 89% of individuals mentored will mentor someone else in the future. So that's very big. And almost one quarter, 24% of 46 46 to 64 claim that they would only return to the office for for a person mentorship or coaching. And lastly, one other quick thing I want to just say, mentees, people who are mentored, are five times more likely to get promoted than without a mentor. And mentors are six times more likely to be promoted compared to their coworkers. So this is a good, this is a good uh, nuclear relationship here that goes on where both the mentor and the mentee both benefit from the relationship. So in your 20s, it is very vital to have a mentor, someone that you trust and are willing to help you in not just your career, but your personal life, relationships. In my 20s, I had people because I was in the military. I had people who helped me professionally in my military period of time when I was in the military, my career there, even though I didn't make a career of it. And I also had some older guys who mentored me on how to act and behave in relationships because they were older than I was and I relied on them and they showed me some things that I did not know. And that is very critical. So I had mentors on the personal side of things as well as the professional side of things. And I learned from those guys. And like I said, they were a little bit older and they helped me as I progressed throughout my life. And I kept a lot of those things that they taught me. And I, some of those things I still do to this day. And that was when I was in my early 20s, 21, 22 years old. So me coming in contact with them, and, and it, here's the ironic thing, it didn't even matter what color they were. Some were white, some were black, some were Hispanic. It didn't even matter. But because the military is so diverse, and you just get the help from wherever you can get it from. So, And you become friends with people, especially when you're overseas. Uh, it's more of a, a, a more tight-knit community because there's not that many Americans there. So you just kind of get that really good close bonding feeling with people who are similar to you and can also help you in different things. Next area I want to talk about pertaining to your 20s is don't, don't live somebody else's life. One mistake that I made, I was really concerned in my 20s about what people thought about me. And I was literally not even being aware of it, but I was literally living my life through other people. Almost, I'd say a a good portion of the decade, a majority of the decade, I was thinking like that. Oh, if I do this, this person will like me. Oh, if I do this, this person will be very proud of me. But I never really put the emphasis on myself. Because realistically, it's about me. Cause I'm the one that has to live the life. And I literally in my twenties spent so much time trying to please other people and trying to be like somebody else that I neglected myself. And it did slow me down a little bit because I was so concerned about what people thought about me. And one thing that I can always tell you is that regardless of what people think about you, whether it's good or bad, It should not change your outcome or trajectory as long as you're focused on what's important. None of that stuff really matters. When you're doing good, people are going to talk about you. When you're doing bad, they're going to talk about you. That's all you need to know. It's just part of life. Another thing you might want to consider during this decade is to stop worrying about what happened in the past. At this point in your twenties, if you want to have success, focus on the present, which will have an impact on your future. That's the most important thing to be worrying about. Your past is your past. There's nothing you can do. There's not. There's not much you can do to fix or save that. You know, it's just that you can't go back. If there was a way you can get in a time machine and travel back in time and fix your past, everyone would do it. But you can't, and that time is gone. You will have regrets about certain things you did or didn't do, but just going about your business is over with. Move forward. Focus on the present to lead to your future. Because remember, like I did say earlier, your decisions that you make today will have effect on you 10, 20 years from now. Same thing applies on your 20s. Even more so. Whether you're trying to define a career or whatever it is that you want to do, it all has an effect. Another big area that you need to do in your 20s where we don't really take it seriously, and I wish I had did it earlier, but I I didn't start focusing on this until I was in my sort of mid to late 20s where I didn't even pay any attention at all until then, is you need to start to save and invest money as soon as you can. So if you get to college and you graduate at, say, 21, 22 years old and you get a job, start investing right then. The more money you save when you're young, the more money you'll have when you get older, a whole lot more. They say roughly that for if a 20 year old saves a dollar, this is a rough estimate that that dollar will be worth about $80 by the time they turn 65, that $1 would be worth $80. So imagine if you saved hundred dollars, how much it would be worth. So that's why it's so important for you to save when you're young. A lot of times when we're young like that, soon as we get money, we want to spend it because we're having a good time. We're out in the clubs, we're out in the parties, we, you know, we're out with our friends. You know, we're watching sporting events, different things like that. And the money kind of goes pretty quickly. And I was guilty of that. You know, I did, did a lot of those things and I didn't really focus and concentrate on saving any money. And I didn't really until I got into almost, you know, my later 20s. And I wish I had a known, you know, obviously what I knew now. But I, again, as I said earlier, that's the past. And you can't, you can't really do a whole lot about that. And the reason why that's so important, like I said, in saving for your retirement, whether you put that money in an IRA or a 401k plan or any type of an investment vehicle. Saving for saving that money early as possible is the best the best outcome you'll have for your future, because the money will grow a lot faster than if you wait, because if you wait until, say, from age 20 to 30, instead of getting about $80 for every dollar, the number drops down to about 20 for every dollar, just waiting that decade. And that's why I say your 20s is so paramount because everything that you do during this period of time is literally, is literally going to benefit you almost tenfold versus if you don't do anything else. So if you remember in that first episode I co- recorded, called your 20s, and I gave you the right path, wrong path type of person. In that example, what I was trying to point out to people is that the people who you think The people who you think are going to be successful early in the decade because they're very popular usually do not become successful because they don't take the decade seriously. They may become more popular with the girls. They may have a lot of other things going on and they may seem like the life of the party. But if they're not in preparation mode in that decade and they're not taking care of business by the time they get in their 30s and 40s, they will fall off like off of a cliff almost. And the ironic thing is that when you leave, if you go somewhere, you move out of town or to someone, you come back to visit and you come in contact with some of those same people, you'll notice they're doing the exact same thing that they was doing when you left. And it could have been 10 years later. They're still doing the exact same thing. And the reason why that happens is because they don't progress. And they stay in that same situation. And that's why it's very important to cut people like that off. When I say cut them off, I'm not saying not to talk to them. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is when I say cut them off, I'm saying you got to leave people like that alone because they're going to slow you down. What you don't want to be involved with is people who are not progressing because if they're not, if the way it works, basically, if you're not progressing, you're regressing. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no gray area here. Because our skill set and everything that happens in our, with, the, with the technology that we have, everything changes very quickly. So in every two or three years, a lot of stuff is changing. So you have to get that, that, you have to focus on that. And remember, you're not cutting them off. Speak to them. Say hi to them and everything like that. Just don't hang with them. Don't be a part of their life because they're going to become dependent on you. And you don't want, them, you don't want that to happen. Other things you need to be doing during this decade, obviously, like I said, with the mentorship, just ask people questions. It's very important to do that. Learn from other people who have done it before you, like we did say earlier. And focus on other other things like uh, when we were saying about reading, read things that's not just entertainment type books. Read things like, say, scientific type books, books that are going to help you. When I say scientific books, refinance books. Scientific type books, books that help you, uh, you know, with your, your personal health. These things all, all will benefit you in the long term. Now, like I said, there was things that I wish I had done in my 20s that I didn't do. But overall, I'm satisfied with what the outcome was. But for some people who don't do some of those things that, you know, those those basics, they end up being in a situation to where they become dependent on other people in order to survive. So you don't want to have that happen. You don't want to have to become dependent on others in order to survive. Also, when you're in your 20s and you're single, one of the best things you can do is if you have the opportunity, if you have the money or whatever the case may be, is travel. Even sometimes it may even make sense to if you're not working or if you do, you do have a job. Let's say you have a couple of weeks off, get in your car and just drive across the country. Just driving, you don't have to go all the way from New York to say California, but just drive to different locations, different areas. See how other people live. See how other people are functioning. See what th- th- there's two, there's a couple of advantages to that. Some you might find an area that you really like, and you may want to settle down in that area and live. That's one thing that's very uh, beneficial. But another thing also is that you get to have that experience. That like I was fortunate, like I was able to travel in the military, and it didn't cost me any money, so I was able to go to. Uh, South America, Central America, Asia, and Europe while I was in the military. And I learned a lot about how other people live. And that's why I always viewed myself as being fortunate as I went to some of these other locations, these other countries, because I seen how hard they were working. And they didn't even have half the stuff that I had. And I wasn't even working as hard as they were. So I knew that if I worked hard here, the advantages would be even larger for me. So that's when I started taking life more seriously when I saw other people struggling who were working really hard. And I just said, you know, why don't I try and do something like that here in the United States and work hard and get a better outcome than what I'm getting right now? So that was what kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And that's why I say traveling is a good thing to do when you're you're out there uh, exploring yourself. Because at this point in your 20s, generally speaking, you're not going to have any children. There's nothing holding you back if you're single and you have the opportunity and the time to do it. I would say go ahead and do it. Go, just go ahead and have fun. There's a couple other areas that I'm going to talk to before I wrap up. And like I said, we did talk about the financial habits and other things that you can do to increase your success and why it's such an important decade. If you go to school, whether you go to the military, college, you go do OJT type training. Whatever you do, develop your skill set to the point where you become a specialist and you're needed. People who are needed in the employment arena generally can call the shots a little bit more. You have a little bit more leverage on where you want to work, how you want to work, what type of schedule you want to work. If you're very good at something, if you're very good at something, people will call you. You don't have to call them. And so if you perfect, if you perfect your craft and your skill in your 20s by the time you hit your 30s, you will be a wanted man. And when I say wanted man, I mean, people will want you to work for them. I want you to be in their circle. So that's very, very important. An area that I wasn't even going to mention or talk about but I think is so important in this decade is you have to learn how to say no. And in your twenties, that is hard because you want to have a lot of friends. You want to have a lot of friends in your 20s. It's, it's, it's important because it makes you feel better. It's a little ego boost when you have a lot of people talking to you, wanting to know what's going on, and you almost feel like a celebrity sometimes. But learn to say no, because like I did say earlier, people who don't progress are regressing, and they're going to suck up all of your energy when they're going to need stuff. So what you want to do is get those people out of your life. And so sometimes they're going to ask you for things. Sometimes they may even just ask you for a ride in a car. Can I give you a ride down the street, this, that, and the other? If they ain't doing nothing, especially if they're suspect, or you know they have had a criminal history, no. Sorry, man, I ain't going that way. Whatever the case may be. They can get mad, they can get upset. Don't worry about it. No, you have to learn to say no. The last thing you want to be do- doing is getting hemmed up with someone who's trouble. And you got caught up in their mess just simply because you didn't tell them no. You have to understand who they are and you should keep your distance from them. When you learn to say no, good things will happen for you. And it's not that you're being mean. It's about, remember, this decade is about you, about you getting to where you need to go. And there's a lot that happens in your 20s. It's a whirlwind decade. Because you got so many things that you got to do. You got to focus on career, your personal life, relationships. You're learning how to navigate through all of these things. And it's a crash course, and there's no, own, there's no manual. So, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this particular episode is to try and give you a little bit of guidance on how to handle this stuff. And so, that's why I wanted to go over some of these, these, these things here. And one other quick area that I want to focus on right before we, we wrap up. There's actually two, but I'm just going to kind of shorten it up a little bit just because of time constraints. Don't stick around. Don't stay in bad relationships. Now, as a man, we have more time than women. So if we end up in a bad relationship, it's not as bad on us as it is on, for say, them, because we have time to recoup where women don't. So they don't have time to be wasting on in a bad relationship. Whereas a guy, it affects us as well just simply because when we're in bad relationships, um, it, we become disgruntled if it didn't work out the way we want it to, and we will take that thought process to our next relationship, and it can create a bad pattern. So we create a bad pattern of being in bad relationship after bad relationship. So if the relationship isn't going well and it's not, there's no, you don't see no progress in it at all, just stop it. Just cut yourself off from it. And keep it moving because that's just, that's going to be to your benefit. So do not stay in bad relationships. Keep it moving. Lastly, hold yourself accountable. A lot of people in our country do not like to take responsibility for their actions. Once you learn how to do that, your life will get so much more easier. Just simply by taking just Satan. I did it. I'm responsible for this. What can I learn from this? How I'm not going to do it again. Versus trying to blame somebody else who did something. Don't worry about it. Just keep it moving. You're going to make mistakes. It's your fault. I did it. No one's going to look at you any different. And if they do, so what? When you stop caring about what people think, your life gets so much easier. Don't live your life through other people. Admit when you make a mistake. I won't do it again. I'm going to learn from this situation and I'm going to be keeping moving. And that's your, that's the best, that's the best way to handle those things. Well, I have more information on your twenties that I wish I could have time to cover, but I'm not going to get into every single thing, but I hope this helps people. My audience is trending a little bit younger. I wish I can get more of them, but it's just a small amount, but I'm hoping as they hear stuff like this, they will spread the word. So that's why I wanted to do this, this particular episode at this time, because a lot of the When I first did that first episode, that was the second episode I ever recorded. So most of my audience was in their 40s and 50s and 60s. So they didn't really hear it because it's so far down on the list because now we have over 37 episodes up. So hopefully this will help that younger demographic. And if you're in your 40s and 50s and you have a son or daughter in their 20s, it would be a good idea for them to listen to this as well. So I hope this was a help and a benefit to you. And like I said earlier, I want to say thank you to my audience who have been sticking with me. I have some diehard uh, listeners who listen almost every week, and I appreciate it. They're small, but that number is getting bigger, which is what I wanted to see. and And that is happening. Visit the website. We have a few people on our email list. They get access to find out what the next episode is going to be on the podcast. Also go on the website and leave a review. A few people have left reviews on the website, which is good. I have a lot of people on Apple Podcasts who left reviews there as well. That's where a majority of my reviews come from on Apple Podcasts. I even had a couple on Audible, so I'll take that as well. But yes, yeah, so with that, all of that happening, uh, utilize that website to your advantage. Uh, there's a blog post up there. I only put one so far, but I'm going to add some more in the future. I just haven't had time. I'm going to have a little bit more time as the year changes. We go from 2022 to 2023. I will have more time to blog, and I'll put more stuff on there. And just utilize that information to help you because that's what this is. This podcast is a self-improvement type of a podcast, so a a personal development. And we want your your situation and your plight to improve. That's our goal with with doing this podcast. When I say our, I mean just the Johnson family per se. But that's what I want to do. We we really want to make sure that you're you're improving. And some people have told me, you know, the podcast is a blessing. It really helps them, and I really appreciate that. So I'm going to keep trying to put out episodes like this that are helpful. We were supposed to have a guest for this, not for this particular topic, but that episode will be recorded uh, next. And that next episode will have a guest on it. So I know I just did this one and the one before that didn't, but the previous three did have guests and we're going to continue to have guests come on. So that's going to happen and we're going to keep uh, moving forward and providing good content. So as we wrap up, I just want to say to you all one more time, thank you. I appreciate it. And good night.